This week on Nineworks Radio, we go off-road with the 911 Dakar. Nineworks Radio is your dedicated Porsche and car podcast, taking you closer than ever to the world's finest sports cars and the culture and history behind them. The show is brought to you by nineworks.co.uk, the innovative online platform for Porsche enthusiasts, hosted by Porsche journalist Lee Sibley, and 993 owner and engineer Andy Brooks, with special input from friends and experts around the industry, including you, our valued listeners. Andy, Max, it's Nineworks Radio. How are you doing, my friends? Very pumped. well. Pumped. Pump, <laughs> pumped for Dakar Day. Yes, <laughs> indeed. <laughs> I love that. That was absolutely part of our marketing strategy was to don this as Dakar Day. <laughs> Dakar. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fantastic. Uh, so I've um, just, um, obviously it went live, didn't it, this morning, first thing. Yeah. Um, so I've done, I've just uh, spent an hour with my PT instructor, instructing him to look at every video I could see and every news press release to find out as much as i could about the dakar for now so yeah <laughs> i'm literally pumped <laughs> i uh i hope in the spirit of the dakar that you uh up the incline on the treadmill this morning then mr brooks <laughs> no, no, no no definitely not <laughs> <laughs> right. so what do we know well i mean look yeah let's we'll dive into the the details i think first of all as well like do you like the car like what's your what's your first thoughts on this dakar 911 an actual off-road Porsche 911. I like uh, it. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty down with it. Yeah, with uh, with a t- tinge of I can't think what the word is. You know, d- not doubt. Uh, yeah, a little, a little like ooh, guilty pleasure maybe. Do you know ooh. what I mean? Yeah, ooh. Okay. a little bit yeah. guilty pleasure. Yeah, that's definitely the way I should put it. Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Max, you're 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 a fan. Yeah, yeah, I'm into it. I think it looks cool. Yeah. Um, I really like it. Maybe not in the Rothmans livery, but in the other two. Yeah liveries that i've seen i think it's two liveries it could be lighting it could be the same color that sort of greeny gray oh the greeny color. yeah That's um nice. i've seen some pictures from la but also some press pictures yeah i think it's i think it's cool i really like it yeah so uh, i actually i've just written my uh editorial page for the the next edition of total 911 magazine and one of the points i made there is firstly the very concept of a dakar 911 highlights the dexterity of these wonderful Porsche 911 sports cars. Essentially, the same car can take yeah. you round the Mon or round the Nürburgring is probably a better analogy, uh, round the streets of New York, but then it can tackle the dunes of the Dakar. I think that in concept, that's really, really cool. The, the second thing really was that I think it shows that Porsche is at its very heart still a fun manufacturer. Obviously, with the the, the VW kind of name above the door, uh, not for much longer, evidently. But you know, there's there's obviously we've all seen this kind of commercial uptick in the in commercialization and the importance of it, perhaps yeah. more than what we've seen before. But I think I think cars like this, there's no need for the company to make it. So cars like this show that. There is fun still at the core of the brand, and it, it listens to its enthusiasts. Based, it would have seen the likes of the Lee Keen project. It would have seen the likes of the Singer ACS, and 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 he's kind of tapping into a bit of that. So I, I, there's so many positives to take from the concepts of this revelation. Yeah, yeah, it does feel, doesn't it, like that? Um, 
you know, and we talk about Singer a lot, but it's other people as well, like Lee Keen, as you say, you know, the the sort of cultural phenomenon of Porsche that spread beyond the, you know, the geeky glass wearing enthusiast people like me into a bit of a broader cultural thing. Mm. You know, Porsche have seen that, you know, and you can see from their relationship with Magnus and other people like that, that they're, they're interested in it and they're into it and they can see to see that, that they, that they can tap into that um either through associating themselves with people who are doing interesting things or why not build their own funky car from time to time as well and yeah. that's what they've done here yeah absolutely absolutely um it's worth running through some top level stats i think then boys yeah um, yeah okay um like obviously feel free to to chuck in any uh, any extras as well but um, yeah. essentially based on a on a 992 c4 gts so it carries a three liter mm. 480 horsepower engine 570 newton meters of torque um it says uh, according to the press release it's 50 the car rides 50 millimeters higher than a c2s with sport suspension you can read that as it reads 40 millimeters higher than a base carrera the uh, <laughs> the, the four corner love a bit of sensate uh what do you call it sensationalism um <laughs> The uh, four-corner lift system raises the car up another 30 millimetres for um, 70 mil total ground clearance all that's, round. That's all four wheels, isn't it? Just not, not, yes. It's not just a lift kit on the front. It's actually, yeah. Yeah, exactly that. Exactly that. It's um, obviously, it's four-wheel drive. <laughs> it's, yeah. uh, it's PDK only. Yeah, it's, I was surprised uh, by that. Oh, really? What was that? Yeah. I just thought that you'd, with it being a bit of a rally type monster that you'd you'd want the option of manual to yeah to really rip around and be on being full control so i was a little bit dis- disappointed by that myself. although although off-road folk will tell you that automatic transmission is the way to go because then you don't lose wheel speed wheel rotation yeah but i want to rally i don't want to i don't want a four-wheeler i want to rally i want to be tail out on full control of the action yeah. to, to be to be honest andy it's a it's a great point that i have to say and and there's an article just gone live you will definitely even after this podcast still learn something by looking up that article on nineworks.co.uk we've done nine things you may not know about the dakar 911 uh, we've we've delved beneath the stats that are just on the same two-page press release that everybody else in the world of media <laughs> is going to be regurgitating right yeah. now because this dakar has dropped about four hours before we're recording um but yeah it's 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 not a competition spec 911 so it's not like a gt3 cup or an rsr it's not yeah. been built for any fia approved competition mm-hmm. it is really for in in the in the uk pissing about on the fields of oxfordshire um <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah do you know what yeah look I, I agree andy i think yeah manual would have would have enhanced that experience a little bit more perhaps yeah, yeah. although it, it it does have the rally mode which biases the four-wheel drive system it does towards yeah. the rear to help a bit of tail out action so all right all right all right it still doesn't yeah. this still doesn't forgive the, the need for a manual come on porsche <laughs> cracking um look weight you know we're all obsessed with uh weight on cars these days particularly as they get porkier and porkier but uh i'm really impressed with the weight of this thing chaps yeah. 1605 kilos uh it's only 10 percent heavier or sorry 10 kilos, 10 kilos yeah 10 kilos heavier than um than a c4 gts it's kind of fully road oriented equivalent mm. uh, perhaps even more impressive it is fully 105 kilos lighter than a portly 992 turbo wow wow 
It's pretty impressive, yeah. isn't it? Kind of puts things into perspective. It's, it's got, got thin glass, so how, isn't it? Yeah, so how have they done that? They've got thin glass, they've got a carbon bonnet. It's only got bucket seats, so which means, I guess... It's yeah, got no rear seats. It's got, it's got no rear seats. So that, and you can't option rear seats in either, um, because all the hydraulic or pumps or whatever is needed for the suspension lift is all under where the rear seats would be, I believe. Oh, magic. Oh, I didn't know that. That's that's really good. They, they, you can be, now be 10 points. 10 points, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Typing away furiously on the keyboard. Update, update, update. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I, I think that's kind of it in a nutshell. Obviously, it's got this uh, ra- optional rally design package. Oh, it's worth saying there are uh, two additional sport modes. So currently on the 992, you've got normal wet um sport and sport plus yeah well sport plus has been ditched and in has gone uh rally mode which is essentially for loose gravel and then you've got off-road mode which is the full attack automatically raises the car up to its um most extended ground clearance setting and is for yeah the most most adventurous driving as i say so that's kind of cool. Apparently, there's a rally launch mode in there as well, which that has got yeah. to be the <laughs> yeah. most outrageous, most <laughs> fun bit of tech that's ever got on an i11. I cannot wait for a load of journalists to, um, to be pissing about with that on the, on the first drive launch, wherever it is. I'll stand by the side of the road with the flag, like on the Lombard RSC rally, and you can launch it up the road, Lee. <laughs> Brilliant. You'll get peppered in, yeah. peppered in gravel. Yeah. <laughs> I'll get a bobble hat and a rally jacket on for you. <laughs> You'd look so good. <laughs> oh, in your element. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. Um, so as we say, like with the, the conventional GTS engine, um, that d- well, despite the conventional GTS engine, it's limited to I think it's 149 mile an yeah, hour, yeah, which yeah. is because of the tires. There's special edition or specially created uh, Pirelli tires for that. Pirelli Scorpions, I think they are, aren't they? Yeah, they yeah. Got, they're pretty knobbly, and I think they're double carcass as well, so they're pretty puncher puncher resistant. Yeah. What what size are the wheels? It looks like it's got a decent amount of size. Uh, 19s on the front, 20s on the back. Oh. It's it's basically a Carrera spec mm. wheel, so it's one of the smallest wheels you can get on the nine nine two, which makes sense because there's much much bigger tires, and those bigger tires as well, by the way, will will definitely add a lot of weight over that conventional C yes. four oh, yeah. GTS that we were talking about. You know, um, it's easy to overlook that. So you can so, kill so- it with uh, road tires, like winter tires or summer tires, but why would you? Yes. Well, yeah, quite. Why yeah. would you? Yeah, that's yeah. just <laughs> yeah. So, so given the Carrera. Wheel size, does it have Carrera spec brakes? Carrera S. Carrera S spec brakes. Yeah, nice to squeeze those on, I believe. But yeah, not got the GTS because obviously not enough wheel space for, yeah. The, yeah. for those. I think as well, it's worth pointing out. So Porsche has said that 2,500 of these are going to be available worldwide. Mm. I, I think that's quite a big and ambitious number, actually. Usually, I think Porsche doesn't make enough of these special edition cars. I feel like with the the Dakar 911, it might be the other way. And the reason I say that is, for example, I've worked out, and this is obviously anecdotally and give or take, um, that five percent of worldwide production seems to be allocated for like for this market here in here in the UK. Yeah. So you look at that and you go, well, that's 125 Dakar 911s potentially coming to the UK. I, th- I think there's a lot. I, I I don't particularly see a merit for it 
as much in this country i think this car is predominantly going to be stateside and, and middle east based really just by virtue of the terrain i don't know i don't know yeah. i think i think given the state of uk roads i think it could be the perfect uk 911 yeah really I, I, that's, I, quite... that's what i was thinking i could almost see lesser models of the dakar coming along so you know you've got a carrera t dakar or something so it's a maybe a bit more rear biased and manual off-roady be great for doing the school run maybe that's not got the lift on it so you've still got the seats in the back to get the kids in yeah yeah i love it this this is where like you know and when somebody's new into kind of porsche and they're trying to get their head around all the different models yeah. and you just want to say that basically you've got no chance because we're still learning as well because <laughs> yeah. the very concept of you know a gts based dakar that's turbocharged with lightweight glass on it it's basically <laughs> like rs spec it's yeah. all it's all mighty confusing uh, but that, that's, that's crazy, a really good it? point that's a really good point boys it might be the the, the perfect 911 um mm. uh, yeah i don't know, It'd you know be, we it, it, we could say it's the first 911 crossover you know you know how popular crossovers are you know the the concept of the crossover has killed the ford fiesta remember the ford fiesta yeah. is no more because the crossover segment outrageous. has taken over that i think even the focus is being ditched yep, as well ditched. and yeah. um you know because they have cars like the puma which is a little bit higher you know yeah. a bit more sidewall you know for all sorts of different reasons this is the first 911 crossover there could be a main uh you know a mainline 911 crossover in the future who knows well this yeah. is i would i would argue back that this this is porsche we're talking about not ford um and five door hatchbacks and whatnot these are sports cars so oh yeah i don't know particularly in a, in a brand that's already kind of stuffed to the nines with cayennes and mccarms as well to fulfill that Ooh, I oh i don't know please oh, for the love of God, <laughs> I, don't, I don't i don't want the roads to be full up with 911 dakars oh god god <laughs> no coming, mate it's coming yeah <laughs> but yeah in, interesting kind of synopsis of that and, and certainly kind of prediction that that might that you know we might see quite a few of them they might be quite popular yeah nice to see that it'd be available in lots of colors as well i think that'd yeah. be good good to see lots of different ones not just a rally and how much is the rally kit 18k or something what does that include is that basically just a paint it's job just, or is it's it just the rothman's livery i think isn't it <sighs> excuse the <sighs> 18k you, you you say rothman's max but uh obviously where we're not oh, allowed yeah. to, no, to advertise course. rothman's and cigarettes these days yeah, yeah it's um trademarked as rough roads now yeah yeah, oh, yeah, that what yeah. They, that was, so what you can the... you can have rough roads on the side of your car yeah, if you brilliant like. other cigarettes are available yeah, yeah, <laughs> still even apparently yeah. <laughs> much better ones as well <laughs> <laughs> yeah so, but so what do we think about the way that it might drive so it's got pdcc you know and obviously they've they're conscious of controlling carefully the way that it goes down the road but you know we also know these days that ride height and wheel travel doesn't you know mean that a car doesn't go down the road really well you know yeah. people like like tut hills and x-tech suspension and you know going back to the lotus elise i suppose which was the start of the journey where people start to understand that you don't need a low stiff car to have a car that handles absolutely brilliantly and goes down the road really well yeah um i'm, so, I'm hoping that it's great but it's got a little bit of movement in it yeah um, yeah you go around a corner and power around and there'd be a bit of wheel lift and oh yeah <laughs> i like the sound of it i really do 
it's interesting to think of it in those terms, isn't it, Andy? I was wondering that as, as well. Yeah. You know, I can't help but think they've managed to engineer that. I, 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 well, I hope they've left some of that in, I suppose. I do, I'm yeah. yeah I hope they've left movement and it's not too controlled. Definitely. What do you think, Lee? I, I, I agree with Andy, to be honest. My only sentiment is going off what you guys have just said, where you can see it being quite popular. I think, therefore, the car could be like quite soft, like softer than what we'd already imagine it to be. I do think it's interesting that PDCC is in there, though, as you rightly point out, Max. And and as I've kind of said before, PDCC, I think, basically makes the car feel like it's on rails when it goes round a corner. It really does reduce body roll, which some people don't like. They say it takes away feel. I disagree. I, I, th I think it really enhances the handling. So with all of that said, with PDCC being in there, I think I'm quietly optimistic that that, that, mm. that it's going to give the ride that we that we want. Maybe it's, maybe it's, you'll it's be able unknown. to turn it on and off and have the, you know, the trophy truck lean, <laughs> <laughs> the, the wheels coming up. But then you put the PDCC on and it's like the the best off road track car you've ever driven. Yeah. Ah, dreams. Yeah, yeah, could be good with um with PDCC. Lee, so PDCC is a button, isn't it? Is it mm -hmm. is it one of those Porsche things where if the red light isn't on on the button, PDCC is still working, and when you press the button, it just goes into a sporty version of PDCC, so it operates over a tighter range like PASM. Yeah, that's a really good point, Max. Um, the the honest answer is I'm not sure. However, I would think that to be the case. Like you said, as same with PASM, it's always working. It's just that the the extremists of those parameters are reduced or extended depending on if you've toggled that button on or yeah. off. Um, I, I would, I would suggest that that is the same, but obviously with these so. being active, active, uh, active anti-roll bars. Um, yeah, I think so. I think so. We'll have to find out, won't we? Simple as that. Yeah. Simple as that. I'll tell you what, I think that a lot of these cars, and we, we mentioned earlier on the optional summer tyres and, and winter tyres as well, of course, I can see a lot of these Dakar 911s being specced with kind of road tyres rather than off-road tyres. Well, again, Andy, you know, like in the in the UK, where can we use that car really? You know, like I say, unless, unless you it own just, a sizable estate. It will look shit. <laughs> it yeah. needs, needs the knobblies on it. Otherwise, it needs, it's, it's not a Dakar. In my it eyes. needs the knobblies. Oh, yeah. That's amazing. Hashtag. Hashtag it needs, it needs the knobblies. You're absolutely think, right, Andy. Think yeah. of the fuel economy, though, if you're just bombing up and down the M6 on those. Oof. Yeah. yeah. I've been there, done that. I, I had my old Jeep JK Wrangler, and that had big old knobblies on it that were noisy as hell and probably, yeah, cost me 10 miles per gallon. But it had to have the knobblies on it. It couldn't have road tyres on it. And how, how long did you have that car for? uh a couple of years okay yeah yeah, mm. yeah. I, I i can just see i can i can see a lot of i can see a lot of these cars just being spent with the road tires personally like particularly Sad over ice. here not 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 so much in in the aforementioned territories as i said where the terrain kind of uh dictates that they'll be a bit more needed yeah okay yeah right. but you're right it'd be a shame i mean I, I was I was thinking this morning. I was looking out the window, see what the, the weather's like. I was looking at the McCann and the nine nine one sitting there. I was thinking of the occasions when I think that I'd like to take the nine eleven, but perhaps I should take the McCann. If I had a Dakar, yeah, take all of those questions out. I'd just be in the Dakar. What's I go? Done. Yeah, so, I think it's just yeah. What I'm do you excited. think to styling wise? I like it. I think it looks good. Yeah, I good, love good love balance. the little tea tray on the back. So going back, it almost looks like a small turbo tea tray when it's got the black plastic bit on the top. Yeah. 
Uh, I think that's on the green car. It really accentuates it. It's got the, the little black bit, and it just looks like the top, the, the rubber of the of the old turbo tea tray. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Agreed, agreed. And there was something. One of the things I read, I think it might have been Will Lee's post PTSRS. He said that there's a um, roof tent as well. Yes, yeah, it could get the roof, roof tent. tent option. Yeah, so that sounds cool. Um, yeah, I, I think it's quite a funky looking car. It, it was hard to tell, wasn't it? The those those black photos that we've seen over the last couple of weeks of it off road didn't look like there was that much masking on them, but you still couldn't quite yeah. see see how it looked. And yeah, this sort of um, minty green thing, the Faro and Ball green one, um, <laughs> it, it really does look good. Yeah, it accentuates all the little bit styling bits, doesn't it? The arches yeah. and things like that. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. And GT three carbon bonnet on the front, isn't there? Yeah. Um, I'm guessing the ducts must be doing something. Filling up with sand. Yeah, this is it. Yeah. I mean, what on the GT3, have you got the center? Is there a center radiator? No, that's on the GT3 RS, isn't it? So they must be doing the same thing that they're doing on the GT3, which is venting the back of the radiator somehow. Mm. Yeah. I wonder if they'll feed that down the line. And we mentioned at the start of last series with the GTS models, well, all, all nine ever models really. And, and, and box the Cayman, it's the Achilles heel where those front rads get absolutely peppered and there should be some grills that cover those as there are grills there. Like, like the GT models. Yeah. This is my point. I wonder if yeah. in, uh, in the future you can purchase like a, a, a Dakar grill pack or something <laughs> that could just protect those you know yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm sure porsche would be all too happy to relieve you of some money for for a bit of mesh <laughs> <laughs> so, so this 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 car guys this isn't part of the rollout of heritage edition cars is, is it it's separate to that no. it's slotted in in between that run of vehicles so yes. so we're yes. still ex- expecting that run to continue agreed agreed and that is the surprise i have to say like at um at nine works we were expecting this or speculating really that it it would be one of the the four heritage design cars that have been promised by porsche's exclusive department by the end of 2023 obviously we're steaming towards the culmination of 2022 not long left is there before before we're kind yeah. of at that deadline that the deadline was got self-imposed deadline by porsche was put out kind of pre-covid so i think a little bit of leeway is acceptable but it, it definitely has kept us guessing particularly when we saw the spy pictures and we saw that this car wouldn't have a gt engine a motorsport capital m engine yeah. Um, yeah. It, it, it would have the gts and we thought okay that's that's pointing towards a, a heritage car because exclusive has already told us that all of the cars coming out of there will have the standard three liter twin turbo engine from the carrera range ah, um, okay but, okay. but lo, lo and behold that's not the case so this car will be assembled in its entirety to all intents and purposes from the main production line at work too Okay. So, so the forthcoming ST isn't one of the heritage cars either. Okay, no, no, Unle- oh, unless unless bumper. Porsche unless Porsche has changed tact, and I've been very vocal in in my media work about the fact that Porsche has said that no GT engines will feature in a heritage design edition car. Um, and the reason I said that is I have a recording of an interview with the guys at Porsche exclusive where I asked the question specifically and I was told that definitive answer. So unless there's a massive change of direction, um, we know that they're Carrera engine based. Okay. Excellent. Good stuff. It's, um, it's quite amazing really, isn't it? The diversity of the Porsche, uh, you know, the 911 
model range and that basically they nicked bits from here and there brought them all together it's and you know it's just another example of that how they can pick bits from different models bring it all together and create a new new segment really there's yeah. not much that's individual to dakar is there when you think they've taken the bonnet from here they've taken the glass from here they've taken the engine suspension as pretty specific because that's um obviously got some sort of airlift or hydraulic i don't know is it air or hydraulic i don't know if we've been party to that so that's specific to the to the model as are sort of wheel arch things but they've taken been able to take so many bits and but actually create something that is feels real does that do you know what i mean by that you know it's an actual model rather than just a uh, going well, back to Ford just a Fiestas. collection of add-on parts yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah it's not yeah. a ford fiesta with a with a, a load of plastic bits on it to make it look off-road it yeah. is an actual capable car yeah so quite amazing that they can do that yeah i think um virtue of the fact that it was romain dumas who's he's been kind of well versed in in rallying porsche 911s for some time now he made his own 997 rgt to kind of mm-hmm. rival the the tuthill car um, a few years back he and a team took the a portion of 911 i'm going to butcher it but it was up a mountain it was it was it was very high up <laughs> yeah it was a, it was a yeah. big pr spin about it and i know that was kind of a, a one-off car but i think again that's kind of demonstrating the sort of r&d that has gone into making what is ultimately a mass production car like the 911 dakar yeah yeah absolutely and it's going to be joined i say joined in terms of having something to compete against by a lamborghini equivalent as well isn't it the oh huracan God, really the huracan Storato. <laughs> the what huracan or hurricane depending on how you pronounce it depending where you are in the country uh the huracan Storato is on its way can you see so me that, just sort of deflating and just so that's oh. um that's the lamborghini equivalent of the dakar yeah no, the, so, the, could, could you run that name by us just one more time i don't think i can <laughs> uh, i can see that arriving and looking like the uh roof ra- rodeo with a bit of rope on the front yeah yeah that was a bit of a hit bit, bit, bit of a miss wasn't it by roof that that's the only car that i've ever looked at with roof and gone what are you doing yeah, I'd completely agree with that, actually, Andy. I think, like, if you if you're going for bullseye there, I think they've um, they've just about hit the 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 wire that goes round the edge of the dartboard there, and it's kind of no wonder it's not been seen again since, really. Yeah, yeah, it's quite interesting. Yeah, cringing a little bit and bringing it up, but it's quite interesting, really, isn't it? In that you know we've got we've had you know where's where's this sort of Dakar thing come from? Well, we've got obviously the Keen project, which is how many cars has, have they built now? Is it 25 30 now i'm sure i saw there was um like a rally of them the other day and it seemed like there was bloody hundreds of the things in all the different colors you've got obviously the the tuthill safari cars um been going for years and years and they've been using those cars out on the ice as well to do the ice training yeah um and then you've got the the russell built car which is just like a trophy truck almost built you know, 911 trophy truck, yeah, real yeah. amazing looking thing. Um, but then you've got the sort of things that haven't, you know, those have been the positive side, but there's been some things that haven't come to fruition, like the the roof rodeo with its uh did it have a did it have a spade on the bonnet as well? Yeah. There was all sorts of weirdness going on that. And the the singer ACS hasn't really come to anything either. Um I don't know if that's gonna 
yeah going to appear more now um whether it'll be i don't know it felt like it almost wasn't allowed and was that because of this porsche dakar that that was almost a, was that a commission it, well it was yeah i this the sort of story almost changed on that didn't it because it i mean it came out to a big fanfare um there's one of our podcasts um talking about it a while ago um and it was like very much sort of like this is the new model for singer but then it kind of yeah it got sort of side tracked and sort of disappeared off so yeah. yeah there's the sort of the history of the the dakar type car has been sort of littered with 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 kind of not good and bad but yeah stuff that hasn't made it in the end um was there also gembala were looking to do something that was a bit 959 like uh which was the son of Gembala, right have you okay. seen that so no, that, looked, no, that was um a 991 based uh model that um looked a bit 959 he had the, the the wing of a 959 on the back and was sort of meant to be a bit off-roady but that's kind of disappeared into the background as well so yeah it'd be interesting to see if that you know porsche are actually doing it as a a real thing whether that those will come back in and reappear in some ways yeah yeah, I mean, I think kind of it's it's easy for people to forget you associate a 911 in competition as a as a race car, you know, a, yeah. a, tar, a tarmac terrorist, uh, for want of a better term. But like, actually, it's kind of history in competition in rallying is just as rich. I think actually yeah. the first uh, competitive race uh, or victory claimed by a 911 was actually on gravel. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you go right the way back to the days of uh, of Quick Vic, essentially, um, and it it kind of it's gone from there. And then obviously the Monte Carlo Rally um, with Peter Falker, um, and it's kind of gone from there. And then yeah, obviously Paris Dakar with the Type Nine Five Three, which uh, the Rally Design Package here kind of pays homage to, yeah. as the first four wheel drive nine eleven gave birth to the nine five nine, which was the first road based. Uh, four by four nine eleven so actually like the, the 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 history of kind of porsche in competition on top of as you said andy you know tuthill success all around the world of east yeah. african safari rally and everything else it is actually massive yeah it's absolutely massive so in that sense it kind of is a bit crazy that we've got to 59 years of the 911 for us to have the first off-road 911 available in in showrooms really i suppose i don't know yeah yeah well yeah no you're quite right it is a rich yeah. heritage isn't it yeah very different to to lamborghini and their whatever it's called thing that's gonna have a bit of rope on the front hurricane hurricane stiletto 30th of november <laughs> 30th of november it's being launched in miami oh brilliant art basel in miami can't wait we'll be there <laughs> uh, yeah don't miss the down the competition or anything but yeah. that's, that's going to be shit <laughs> obviously um it we, this would not be an episode of the nomads radio podcast without a quirky 996 fact because i know andy that is exactly why you get up in the morning to hear this sort of stuff <laughs> come uh, on bring it there, on. Wa- there was actually a 996 uh rally car 996 gt3 rally i believe it's the only 996 with a center exit exhaust from the factory there you go we'll move on we'll move on okay. <laughs> <laughs> very nice don't want nice anyone ticket. getting upset here <laughs> uh, you've made a lot of people very happy there lee i'm sure with that. 
uh dear uh, so yeah it's, it's it's quite quite interesting as you said andy about this kind of uh rally uh, safari subculture that's kind of been on the boil for a while because as we know others have pioneered the concept in competition and serious mm. competition with the 911 but it has become a bit of a bit of a subculture among the enthusiast community as well we've seen for for at least the last 5 years now you know a lot of safari 911 uh, customization projects yeah you know, away from the likes of the ACS and whatnot. Uh, just as as a quick note on that, because I think in in your speculation, I think largely a lot of that is right because there was a lot of fanfare made about that car. Mm. Um, something evidently happened. I mean, even like on our Total Nine Eleven social media feeds, uh, a few few months down the line, we were asked to take pictures down of the car um yeah. because it had Porsche, if you remember, like emblazoned yeah. down the sides, uh, carbon fiber side sill. And a lot so there back was, as well, wasn't there? Yeah, yeah. So I, I think evidently there was a, a little bit of an exchange there, which, which is yeah. is is fair enough uh, to be quite honest. You know, yeah. that was a, a singer project, really. Yeah, yeah. Also interesting is the the sort of the following with Porsche Cayennes have got. You know, the early Cayennes, the amount of um, builds that you're seeing with big suspension big knobblies on those there's a there's a lot about isn't there yeah yeah um, yeah that's becoming a bit of a sub i say it's becoming a bit of a subculture but porsche themselves are offering stuff for, yeah yeah for, for that now, the classic they? program yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 i mean our local porsche sensor has built i think it was uh like the one for the uk for the that shows off all of the the little bits and bobs that you can buy um yeah i've always sort of fancied building one but just being put off by the cost of fuel and <laughs> and tax yeah, i just know it would be huge and maintaining it and still trying to convince lee to put some knobblies on his but it's not he's not <laughs> up for it thing that you could start off with your build for that uh, andy is a <laughs> um is one of the manual kns if you get a kns yeah, yes with a manual box i know scotty at barn sport has got a he's got a manual oh is has he a, yeah i think it's the, is it not a turbo is it a turbo um it might be you know it's a, it's it a pretty be. unicorn spec whatever it is yeah and he's yeah i know he's, i've seen some pictures of some big knobblies uh some refurbed tires and some suspension ready to go on i don't know how far he's got with that but yeah there's another another kn build looming Fwa! yeah Fwa! i think they're pretty cool they yeah pretty yeah cool. Me but too. you got you got to have balls or um a garage you know own a garage i think to to to, to somehow justify it <laughs> in the um in the porsche unseen book that came out a year or two ago could have been pre-covid who knows it's hard to keep up in that um yeah. one of the cars in there was a two-door mccann with sort of uh rally arch extensions and a fuchs type wheel and some balloon yeah. tires and that that looked uh that looked really cool and that made me think because i haven't seen a mccann safari if you like if that's the no that true use. yes uh but but that particular car looked good i'll um i'll have a look for some pictures of that i'll ping them around nice nice so nice. what's our general sort of um what's our end you know we've had a good discussion and maybe that's prompted to thought between us on what we feel now are we still of the same opinion um are we still liking it i'm still liking it but with a tinge of guilt in liking it but i yeah pretty much i'm down with it why do you feel guilty <sighs> Why do I feel guilty? Um, maybe it's not as 
maybe the finished thing is not as hardcore as I'd like it to be. Right. Okay. To be really sort of like, yeah, yeah, they've really gone for it. It is a bit of a parts bin. It's clever that it is a parts bin special, you know, brought lots of great bits together. Um, but I almost want it to be more higher, bigger, a bit more outrageous. <laughs> Maybe a bit more Cayenne looking. No, not Cayenne looking. No, no, no. Just, just got more. I mean, I'm a huge fan of the Russell built car. I think mm-hmm. that looks amazing. And the way it goes down the road, you know, power down power on and the front lifts up the back squats down that's just like ah oh, brilliant yeah. i'd love it to be able to do that out the factory yeah. that would just be immense and i know it's not going to so that's that's why i feel a bit mm, not yeah not quite shame quite shame that's not me. a setting isn't it andy in that in that rally and off-road yeah. sort of options shame there isn't a trophy button that you can press oh, trophy that gives button. it that that gives it that amount of pitch yeah. and yaw and roll and all that sort of thing imagine yeah. that okay oh i can see see some modifications coming up <laughs> <laughs> the, opportunity. The, the, the difficulty with, with kind of porsche as a as a mainstream manufacturer in comparison to these smaller outlets that make one-off cars is porsche has to build a car that's applicable to everybody yeah, absolutely you know yeah. all, all, all different lifestyles all different terrains and everything else so you kind of get something that is, you know, pretty much in the center of that kind of Venn diagram, yeah, if yeah, you like. Yeah, yeah. So I totally understand the, the need and the want for something uh, a bit crazier. But the reality is I'm sure there'll be a wealth of third party third party outlets that will look at this car and go, hmm, good base. We can improve it. Like, you yeah, know, I bet, I bet, yeah. I bet, you know, Richard Tuthill's woken up with a smile this morning. You know, <laughs> yeah. Let's, yes. let's get what, let's yeah. get one of them in and see what we can do with that. You know? Yeah. No, good point. Good point. You guys, what's your final take on it? I, I, I think it's great. I was, I was looking forward to it um, with a mix of curiosity and optimism. And now that I've seen it, um, especially the shots of it without the, livery um I, yeah i think it's cool um you know folk are going to say it's pointless it's not like 11 and all that you know yeah but there are the people who complain about every new 911 um and it just doesn't matter it's cool and uh it's probably going to be surprisingly good uh on the road as well especially in this country yeah wicked yeah i, I think i largely agree with that max i, I just uh yeah i don't i don't want to see a lot of them um and I don't, I don't, I don't mean that to be facetious. You know, I'm just, I'm a little bit worried after what you were saying earlier, Max, uh, in regards to the fact that it's got the potential to be really popular. I, I wouldn't want to see this sort of, you know, plastic seal and plastic arched car kind of outselling conventional GTSs and whatever, uh-huh, for example. Yeah. I think I'd worry about society if that, if that were the case. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm with you on that. Yeah, I, spooked, I get that. Spooked me a little bit, really. Yeah, sorry. Me. Sorry, you can edit that out if you like. <laughs> no, no, <it's> okay. <laughs> no, 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 no. We we are we are not to influence. We are merely here to comment. Yeah. So yeah, no, very good. But uh, yeah, happy days, happy days all around. Kudos, Porsche. You didn't need to make that car. So fantastic yeah. that you have. Uh, what did you think on price? Uh, well, GT3 RS money. Jeez. Yeah, we have not really discussed that. Yeah, that's well. Just like... I'd, I I've just said in this um, Nine Works editorial that's that's online. You know, with a a GT3 RS, you can go fast. With a 911 Dakar, you can go anywhere. So for best part of 175k, you just kind of pick your poison, really. Yeah, good. 
And, uh, you know, in terms of who's going to buy it, maybe if you, uh, um, and we all thought about it, I'm sure, if you bought an aerial atom at, um, no, sorry, not an aerial atom, an, an aerial nomad. Oh, I like those. At, at one time, I smoked them out in that, and in the end, it was just too much of a pain to get in and out of, and you always got covered in mud and water when you were driving it, so you sold it. Maybe yeah. you'll think, ah, I'm going to get one of these. I know it's not the same thing, but in spirit it is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, what's next? on the agenda well i'd just like to have a quick mention uh for my good old buddy mr nick tandy who at last is back in a competition porsche so you you may have seen this week that um porsche has announced for the the 963 program which is going to be the car that will return to le mans uh, among other races for the lmdh category so it's going to return porsche right back to the the top of the motorsport tree um, and it announced uh, a couple of its drivers uh one being fred makovecki uh, but also Mr. Nick Tandy, Great Britain's Nick Tandy, who's, of course, a Le Mans winner himself. He'd left the Porsche driver roster a couple of years back and has been racing in the States with Corvette. Of course, he's had considerable success stateside in, in plenty of Porsche 911s over the years. But, um, yeah, I'm really, really chuffed that, that Nick is, is back in a Porsche and, and back in a top-level car as well because he's uber, uber talented and, and really deserves it. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. I was... I was sad when he when he and Porsche parted for whatever reason, whether it was him or them. You know, you sort of think as a as a Porsche as a Le Mans winner overall for Porsche, you kind of think back to people like Derek Bell and they stayed with Porsche forever. Yeah, and you sort of think that maybe Tandy was going to do that, which was great for British Porsche enthusiasts. Uh, so the fact that he's back is really good news. Definitely, definitely, and it's exactly as you said. You know, it's kind of twofold. He's a very, very talented driver. I believe he's kind of been overlooked in 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 the past. Um, not kind of not kind of sure why. Um, but he's a very very talented driver. You name a, a, t- a type of Porsche, and he's won a race in it at, at the top level. Um, but also, as you rightly pointed out, Max, about kind of British Porsche enthusiasts. You know, he's uh, he's an icon for for, for yeah. those people really you know in the same way and i think it's important to have that representation within that kind of professional driver roster in the same way patrick long almost represented uh us markets and enthusiasts when he mm-hmm. was racing as a porsche factory driver it, I, I do you know you should be there on merit and talent but nick tandy has proven that he has that mm-hmm. so i always felt it strange that i mean for example he you know he won le mans in uh in the lmp one category with the 919 to my mind that should guarantee a drive at the next year's event in the top car yeah Um, but he wasn't you know he was kind of relegated for want of a better word into the the 911 gt program i didn't really feel that was fair obviously i'm commenting from the inside i don't don't know the ins and outs but um he he definitely has the talent and and as, as i say you know the uk market is so important to porsche it's 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 nice and fitting to have that representation on the pro driver program absolutely absolutely and porsche did make a 911 with his name on it as well so um you know they ought to have him back well this is it you know and you you mentioned you know Derek bell um it was richard atwood of course that had the other uh, british legends edition 991 gts um al- alongside nick tandy so you know yeah porsche has made a few bob out of his name it's fair to say <laughs> you know what i mean so yeah 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 right really really nice to to have nick back there and hopefully he can inspire some more young british drivers to rise up the famous porsche motorsport pyramid yeah absolutely absolutely and so uh, you know more flag waving and union jacks for the 
you know, gazillions of Brits who go to Le Mans next year. Uh, <laughs> yes. You know, Nick's going to be in the seat. So it's it's great news. Yes, it, like, it legitimizes the uh, the takeover at Lasave. Yeah, absolutely. by the Brits, basically. <laughs> so yeah, very well done, Nick. We're really looking forward to seeing you back in a in a nine six three, my friend. Absolutely. Um, Congratulations. Uh, for, forever trying to get Nick on the pod. He's still shy, but uh, we'll, we'll, keep <laughs> we'll keep trying. <laughs> uh, just also as a little bit of news, I feel obliged to say that uh, Porsche GB has let me know that the PCCM Plus that we mentioned a couple of weeks ago on Nine Works Radio that was pulled from, from stock, from availability, uh, is now back. So if you're itching for a two-din PCCM Plus head unit for your 986 or 996, uh, availability is back up and uh, supplies are back back where they were, all back to normal. So, yeah, mm. obliged to say that. Was there any detail in there about forthcoming 997 PCCM Plus? No, no, not at all. Um, I did ask like what their problem was with supply and availability um, on their current head unit, and I wasn't wasn't given that information. Um, so yeah, all all kind of a little bit light on info at the moment. But yeah, as ever, I'll keep you updated. <laughs> <laughs> Grand. Shall we spread the love? Why not? Why not? Why who's, not? Who's going first this week? Uh, well, seeing as we're hot off the press uh, from Black Friday, I have got a fan dabby dozy deal for listeners of Nine Works Radio. Uh, on that <laughs> fan dabby dozy. Uh, it is 50% off a new Lamborghini Hurricane Stiletto. <laughs> 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 and it's still not enough, is it? <laughs> uh, no, I joke, I joke, um, and I digress. So, yeah, thanks to our good friends at Heritage Parts Centre. You may remember we've done a shout out to these guys before, actually, in this category. Usually, if you enter uh, the code NineWorks10, you get 10% off at the HeritagePartsCenter.com website. Heritage Parts Centre, of course, stocking over 25,000 parts for classic Volkswagen and Porsche. Well, over this uh, Black Friday weekend, from Tuesday the 22nd, right the way through to Monday the 28th, we've got a full week, a full week of 20% off at heritagepartscenter.com okay there isn't a code you don't need to enter anything at the checkout this time there is just a standard up to 20% off site wide so go and take a look after the 28th of November it goes back to the normal protocol of having to enter nine months 10 at the checkout to get your 10% off and I think that's great so I'm spreading the love for Heritage Parts Centre this week excellent very good Max have you got one stored up yeah, yeah, I've got one. I've got one. Um, after uh, after it was noted that I'd gone off the off the coffee tangent and gone into movies last week, I thought I'd better get back on, but get back on message. So um, on Saturday, I was out in Suffolk uh, with Mandy. We were going to see her brother and sister-in-law and stay with them. And uh, I took the opportunity to visit a favourite coffee shop over there that I haven't been to for a while, which is out in Clopton near Woodbridge. Um, and it's called First Coffee. Um, I discovered that through some Porsche folk, actually, through Adrian Judge and those guys over there, um, Elliot and uh, and Andrew Droder and those guys. Um, and it's uh, it's a really, really good place, run by a great bunch of people who've got a miniature Dachshund called Harrison. So we hung out with him. Uh, they do great coffee. We had lunch there. It was brilliant. They've expanded the, um, the, the site since I first started going there. They've got some shipping containers, so they're open in the evening. They do pizzas. Uh, it's a it's a real yeah it's a real good good place. So Mandy and I went there. Uh, we were there at lunchtime, so we'd missed any morning cars and coffee action. But there was still a Boxster, four liter GTS, and some other bits and bobs knocking about. And uh, yeah, 
very nice. So first coffee out in Clopton. Uh, yeah, it's all all round, all round good place. I love your culinary advice. <laughs> keeping us all fed thank you max <laughs> uh as is traditional i'm going youtube um uh for a channel called classic ats that's spelled k l a s i k um ats um a guy over in the states that's got this channel um and ats stands for what does it stand for auto training school he does a lot of work on a old Carreras sort of CSs and uh, 3.2s that sort of stuff and he has got some great real spotty info on there about yeah, like rebuilding spotty. engines and things like that yeah it goes into real good depth yeah proper spot stuff um <laughs> and yeah he was last week I was watching some videos on like rebuilding the air-cooled heads so things like you know installing new valve guides and things like that not something that i want to do personally but i want to understand um how it goes together and yeah, it was really good in-depth stuff on on technical spot stuff so yeah classic <laughs> auto training school on youtube check it out trust me to bring the spot stuff <laughs> good have um have either of you watched the gumball rally since i spread the love about it no, I haven't yet. The movie. It's on the list to do. We're gonna have to have a movie night. Yes, okay, we're gonna yeah, have to sit the there in our pajamas and get our popcorn. Very and much watch so. that together. Yeah. On uh, on the subject, actually, Andy, if you if you're banging to YouTube videos at the moment, if you if you just like search Dakar 911, go it's Dakar 911 1984. There's a a three or four minute video yeah. just giving kind of very brief highlights of that that year's Paris oh, Dakar. Fantastic, and uh, it's pretty good. You see the original uh, Type Nine Five Three driven by Rene Metch in uh, in action, as yeah. well as a few other bits and pieces. I think uh, Jochen Maas, who of course has piloted a few Porsche in his time, I think he's gone into a tree in some sort of Ford or something. <laughs> uh, there's an there's an excellent walk up to the camera by Jackie X as well. Um, yeah, it's just high comedic value. But yeah, take a look, and it, there's a few historical um historical videos on youtube that just give a bit of a flavor into what that race was like uh, in its heyday because it really was utterly utterly bonkers fantastic yeah. and yes. that that car's quite interesting it's actually quite a simple car in some respects isn't it that 953 and it was it was a bit of a wasn't it a sort of stopgap because the 959 project and 961 that was uh you know still work in progress beyond when they ideally wanted to be running that car the Paris Dakar and places like that so they maybe cobbled together would be unfair but they you know they put together the 953 and sort of went with it and it and it worked yeah yeah definitely it was funny actually when I was at the museum at the end of February uh I saw that type 953 being uh having a light i say a light restoration i mean everything was off the car it's back to its bare shell but um it was great to have a poke around that car i have to say um the guys were showing us and i thought oh it's quite interesting that you know why are you restoring that car obviously they couldn't say but you join the dots <laughs> up you know you see the spy shots of the of the dakar at the nurburgring and um and, and and there you go but yeah it was it was pretty cool to see it to see it up close and and where they're restoring it like they don't put new parts on they're so sympathetic because they know that car is is quite literally mm. history defined so they they fix and repair rather than replace so they've got right. it absolutely spot on there you know i know andy you'd be pleased with that sort of approach that's, so yeah that's good 
very cool very cool but yeah take a look cool. at those videos because they are they are a bit of a blinder excellent yeah i will um should we talk about our merch oh yeah patreon t-shirt so um we are extremely excited to have found a, a partner to print up some amazing t-shirts for us uh real good quality um i've been down there and um spoken to the guys and we've sorted out a a design uh which has been done by hugh tarpy um who works with max doing the group c stuff so done some fantastic stuff with max um he's come up with a brilliant design for a t-shirt uh which includes a bit of porsche history in it with the houndstooth um cloth design um we are doing a limited number of them on this first run um as a sort of thank you to our to our patreons um we've when does it end it ends on monday night so the night that this goes out that's when orders need to be in i've emailed every single patreon um with the details of how you can order your your shirt um if there's any new patrons that want to join and and get a t-shirt then please do um i've had a couple of of our patrons that have, have not i wouldn't say left us but maybe their card has gone um out of date um it's a little bit of a thing on patreon actually in that if your credit card goes out of date or you change your credit card you don't get any warning that that's happened um so i've had a couple of people that have uh, renewed their credit card details on the on the site so that they can, can get the t-shirt um namely brandon mccurley was one thank you brandon uh brandon's out in palm springs so it'd be good to have you representing nine works out there with your with your shirt and good to have you back on board yeah thank um, you brandon yeah and also joe um uh, i can't remember your surname joe off the top of my head but yeah thank you for coming back on board um we've also had another new patron this week which was our two patrons under the same one which is Nigel and Nez Watts Wharton, uh, waiting to hear your details on where exactly you are and what you drive, etc. Uh, but thank you for joining. But yeah, t-shirts, really looking forward to it. Yeah, real yeah. high quality stuff. Um, we've searched high and low to find some some high quality product, um, and we think we found it. Well, we know we found it, and uh, looking forward to getting those out to you. Yeah. Yes, yes, it, very much so. In yeah. the spirit of in the spirit of the conversation, is it the first of four ex exclusive edition Nine Works Heritage um, designs that are coming through over the next four years? Promised not... by the end of twenty twenty three, and not products of the Nine Works GT department, but they are <laughs> they are coming through the Nine Works exclusive manufacturer. <laughs> yeah <laughs> very in very limited numbers i think you, you know how some brands are kind of uh, the old school like hoax uh skateboarding t-shirts from back in the day they were really good at it they would take other brands logos and just like rework their name into it somehow yeah. it's always like quite cool maybe we should do that with some of the um, manufacturer names that we've butchered over the years like fred stein tires instead <laughs> oh, of fred yeah. Stein like, you know? yeah 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 you know, let's do it yeah yeah. yeah, come at come at us, libel. Come at us. <laughs> come at us. <laughs> do your best. Indeed. Yeah, it's not libel, is it? Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, oh, so um, yeah, get your orders in, get your sizing in, um, so then I can put the order in for the for all of the t-shirts, and uh, I think it's going to be a fantastic. Lots of people yeah. have, I think, at least 30, 35 shirts have already gone. So 
yeah, yeah. not many and left amazing very yeah. exciting no yeah and, and i think it's worth pointing out as well you know like we the the aim here is not to take over the world via like a new merchandising arm you know that's just a bit of a waste of time around but we just we just want to feel we want people to feel proud to just wear a bit of a subtle shirt with a subtle design it'd be a bit like the old mason's handshake if you're at an event and you see somebody else wearing a similar <laughs> t-shirt you know it's just that knowing nod that another yeah. another power and friend at such an event has exquisite taste in uh in podcasts and videos well we've been asked so much when you're going to do merch when you're going to do merch so yeah. yeah it's been requested so we're, we're yeah we're bringing it out fantastic good good Amazing. Um, should we talk about another patreon thing as well which is yes nine works at the warehouse we, i don't think we've oh. talked about that on the uh, podcast as yet no we've not what an absolutely great shout that is andy brooks uh yes yeah, so we wanted to do something that was just a little bit more focused um obviously we've done a few cars and coffees in our time uh andy you and i did something up at carnata last year in the road to redline days yeah also do like the fried eggs and fried eggs and friends um which is a bit more kind of uh nine works rather than nine works radio focused yeah we wanted to do something to just kind of gather our patreons because the group is growing and it's great that we all talk on the whatsapp group but it's always nice to put a face to a name or a face to a number in whatsapp's case so yes we're going to get people together um at heritage park center for nine works at the warehouse um i'm not going to shout out the date and time to be quite honest because it is going to remain exclusive to patreons mm -hmm. um but it is in January. We have communicated via the uh, Patreon WhatsApp group. If you are unaware of that event still and you are a Patreon, drop us a line and we'll fill you in on all the details. Um, the guys at Heritage Park Centre are going to show us around the place, give us a, a guided and personal tour. And then it's just a chance for us to have a bit of a social in the warm, in the dry, which is crucial for that time of year. And, uh, and hopefully we'll be able to squeeze a couple of cars in the warehouse as well, which is always extremely Instagram friendly, I would say. <laughs> Indeed. Watch out, Luft, incoming. <laughs> 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 yes. So we look forward to seeing all of our Patreons there. And as always, if you want to join the Patreons and uh, support the show, there should be a link on our Buzzsprout page and on nineworks.co.uk. Just hit up any of the podcast episodes and you'll find the link at the bottom. Yeah, absolutely cool nice one gents that was wicked yeah good really good, good to talk dakar yes yes Looking well, forward. when do we actually get to drive one uh well first deliveries are spring 2023 so it'll probably be uh spring 2023 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. could Fantastic. be the perfect yeah. weather for it yes yeah. yeah exactly that exactly that so i was just there uh, i'm looking forward to seeing where they where Porsche takes journalists for that. Um, I don't, yeah. I, I don't, I don't, I think it'll just be like reserved for like mainstream media for something like that. But um, yeah. yeah, like, I, you know, that, that would just be amazing if I could somehow like beg still and borrow to get on that. I think that'd be yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. Isn't there, there's a car that's on your, on the, the startup of Nineworks TV. There's a sort of, safari type build on there yes what, what, yeah there is remind um, us the story of that 
Yes, yeah, so that, that's a that is a custom uh, 911 Safari build by uh, Macalos Classics, who are uh, Escondido based, uh, yeah. San Diego, California. And yeah, they took uh, it was a base 911 SC, an early one, 180 horsepower, um, fettled it, uh, put it up in the sky, reinforced it. Um, changed the ratios on the gearbox as well, I believe, and um, and yeah, took it took it out for off road use. It is an absolute hoot to drive. I did a video on it. It's on the Nine Works TV YouTube page. Just search Nine Eleven Safari. Um, but yeah, I mean, and 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 this is why you know projects like that. I think kind of just helps Porsche wake up, or has helped Porsche wake up yeah. to go. Oh, there's a community that that love these cars because it's it's bloody good fun. Yeah. yeah bloody good fun but um, yeah you know and it just goes to show you know with these base classics as well kind of what can be achieved you can yeah. you can have a superb driving machine for off-road use actually with the right tweaks so yeah, yeah. and of course good. we we learned from a rally point of view when we were chatting to henry catchpole the other week Indeed. talking about his experience down on the monte that you know a stock motor is actually what you really want for a rally car as well because you need that torque and things like that you know you don't want some crazy trick uh sort of high high revving donkey in the back you know you need talk yeah absolutely yeah. absolutely yeah maybe maybe it could be a project for us going forward so <laughs> build a safari yeah 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 just yeah we just need more patreons <laughs> what <do you> think? <laughs> how about a boxster safari oh yeah Ooh. that's a great shout yeah I mean, we've seen that's... a few 944 safari type things but is there yeah. been a boxster one that'd be yeah. quite interesting it would it would be quite interesting to be fair yeah, yeah. okay oh right let's uh, yeah, imagine let's reconvene on that thought remember there yeah. was a um there was a porsche roof system thing for um yeah bi bicycles on a boxster wasn't there with a that's frame pretty cool isn't that it sort of came yeah. up the side instead of putting a bike on it could put a tent on there yeah. or some you know some bits and bobs lights and a old coca-cola fridge thing and yeah. you know, a cool box that kind of thing yeah it'd be away talking of um, roof tents i've my mate um he I works in a, a place that sells roof tents. I think he's doing the marketing side for them. And uh, they've asked to bung a roof tent on the top of my car. So, yeah, there'll probably be some pictures of my car with a roof tent on it soon. Just to Amazing. With the crew. <laughs> Make That's a change cool. to have a tent on the top of the car instead of Sylvie on top of the car, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, yeah. The yeah. new Nine Works Christmas video is incoming. It is incoming. Yeah. 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 My Santa outfit is twitching in the car. <laughs> 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 no, that is amazing, Andy Brooks. Love it. Excellent. That's Good. Love it. Right. Well, hey, nice one, chaps. Yeah, well, henceforth with your Dakar day. Indeed. Go well. Yeah. Hold on a minute. Let's not forget before we go, you've got to do the Nine Works Marketplace Car of the Week. Although, oh. although of course, Andy can just splice in something that you've said before about that red 991 GTS at Paragon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's have something different. <laughs> Guil guilty. Uh, you is, guilty I think you've now used that four times. I think I was trying to really? recall. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, All yeah, right. it's not allowed. I won't, I won't mention it. Um, it is still for sale, but I won't. <laughs> <laughs> I won't. I won't mention it. I won't mention it. Um, do you know what? Okay, so so in the spirit of the new 911 Dakar, which is loosely based on a C4 GTS, this week's Nine Months Marketplace Car of the Week is a C4 GTS. Uh, it's from what is arguably the sweet spot of the modern 911s. Uh, it's the 991.1 generation. So 991.1 GTS four uh with the gts interior package uh bows and a glass sunroof it's a really really good spec it's finished in silver it's rpm technic 
It's 74.995 with 51,000 miles on the clock. It's a bit of a beauty. And as they say, it being the 9.1.1 features the last of the naturally aspirated flat sixes. It's a banger. Go and take a look. It's seven to be PDK and it's yours if you want it. Oh, very Boom. good. Very good. <laughs> Thank you for your car of the week. Boom. There we go. Excellent. Right. See you guys next week for uh, for another cracking episode. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Nice one. Take care, gents. This episode was brought to you by our very kind Patreons. If you enjoy the podcast and would like to join them in supporting us, you can do so at patreon.com slash nineworksradio. Thank you.